0: I just knew there was something more. And so that's one of the reasons I did. did Just a voice inside me said, go for it. What's the worst that can happen, you know?
1: Welcome to the Life in Paradise podcast, the show about creating a life you never need a vacation from. You'll gain inspiration from those who have done it before as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to live your dream life in paradise with your host, attorney turned alchemist, Don Fleming.
2: Welcome to the August episode of Taking Command with Captain Tom. Our topic for this month is what's next, not this. And I asked Tom to share a little bit about his major uh, career change that he made. That was pretty significant.
0: Hello, everybody. Uh, Captain Tom here. Um, Don asked me to speak a little bit about one of uh, my career changes. And so a little bit on it. I was uh, I went to to college. Uh, I was a physics major, and when I got out of college, I went at, at a time. My dad was an aerospace physicist, and uh, he was th- threatened to get laid off, so it was not a good time to go look for a job in that industry. So I moved up to Washington State and was up there, and and my my wife's uncle was a uh, foreman at the the power company in town, so. Uh, after a year or so, uh, he got me a job doing, you know, starting out as a, an apprentice uh, and working my way up uh, in the line, uh, being a lineman. So
2: you were a lumberjack along the way too.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, when you first started out, you you when you you start in the labor crew and you fall trees and you're a lumberjack and then you prove yourself there and then you start driving a you know a tr- uh, a bucket truck and. You, you, you work your way up. So what happened was I, uh, when I was, uh, about 35 years old, I was up there. I had a couple of life changing situations. I went through a divorce up there and you, you kind of start, uh, reevaluating your life. And I was 35 years old. And so one of the things I said to myself, uh, is that uh, in the mirror? Is uh, is that if you did thirty years with the power company and retired, would that be enough? Would that would you be? Would that would you would you have had the life you wanted? And my answer was no. And so what happened was the the, the not this is um, I so I had to start reevaluating what I wanted to do. In my life and so i made a decision i quit the uh, i gave everybody notice that i was was going to quit and move back down south to california from washington and uh well what are you going to do down there they say well not this <laughs> and
2: no, you, you weren't sure i wasn't
0: right? sure i wasn't sure was it gonna, wasn't
2: like you left that into some other great no, opportunity that was waiting no, for you, right?
0: No, but I, I said I'm not sure. But they thought it was crazy because it was a union job, had great, good, good pay and great benefits, and it was one of the most in-demand jobs in in the in the area in the, in Pierce County where we lived. And so uh, it was, uh, it was, you know, you. Take a leap. Uh, I pick up truck and my uh, towing my car and my tools and stuff. And I drove, uh, 1200 miles south. I think I was able to live with my folks for a little while. they uh, had a spare bedroom and, uh, they, the dad needed some help with, uh, some landscaping and a bunch of stuff. So I, I, worked with him on the weekends and stuff, but, uh, I went down there and I got a, I got a, a, a job. I was, you know, I did, had a car repair business on the side up in Washington. And so I got a, I got a job as a mechanic. And so I did that for a couple of years. And there, here we go. It was like, uh, no, I don't want, this is, I'm wasting my, my talents, not this. And so I, my dad was kind of giving me a, a little bit of a bad time. He was a retired by then, but about I was wasting my, my God given talent. So uh, uh, he said, I'll I'll help mentor you. And so I started uh, in my garage. My brother sold video products to governments. And so he says, hey, you want to bid on a contract, uh, a government contract? And so I said, okay, yeah, I'll I'll do that. And so that's how it all, it kind of organically grew. And it grew and grew and grew. And it became a very successful company. Uh, I I started my garage and then I ended up hiring employees and and, and getting a, an industrial building and and working my way up from there to where it was extremely successful. Oh, it was ex- to me it was very successful what I what I did and I uh,
2: well hold on to that for just a moment. Okay. I don't want you to give away the the end of the movie just yet. Okay, um, but can we talk a little bit about you know folks that might be in a similar situation like. Oh my gosh, you're, maybe you're a professional or, you know, you've got great pay, you've got great benefits, but you're just kind of not really dying inside. I mean, you were only 35 years old, but you did take stock at that point in your life and said, (laughs) hmm, do I really, is this really what I want? Does this light me up? Does this make me happy? Am I going to be happy? Uh, on my deathbed,
0: yes, that's right. Right, and yes. not
2: look back and think, "What if?" Yeah, and what you if. said no. The answer was a resounding yeah. no. And you know, what advice would you give to someone who's maybe in that situation and they're really questioning, "Is this really what I should be?"
0: Yeah, so, hanging on to, yeah, or what would you say? You have to keep kind of keep an open mind about it, uh, and you may have to. I mean, there's there's people. I went back to down south and and got a job, but I wasn't making great money, but it wasn't in my in my field it was in my hobby so the, sometimes you you have your hobby and sometimes it what your schooling is and sometimes people get out of college and they can't find a job in their field right away, and they take uh, take another job to get by and you, then you look back at it and some people do 30 years in the field that they weren't even uh, you know educated in but I, I just was a situation that uh, I just knew there was something more uh, and so that's one of the reasons I did I it, just a voice inside me said go for it what's the worst that can happen you know.
2: Right, you go back to being an auto mechanic or yeah. probably could go get a job as a lineman somewhere else. Or an electrician um, or, or, or something. Electrician yeah. Or electrician or do something else.
0: Okay, so another thing that happened was I always kept my options open. So um, I had an amazing career. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. CastelitoCaribe.com wwwc We look forward to seeing you soon.
2: I'm so happy to have you with me for the Life in Paradise podcast. I love our listeners and fans, and we'd love to show our appreciation for you supporting the show. So please head over to lifeinparadisepodcast.com where you can find free resources mentioned in the show and also register for our gifts, prizes, and swag. I'd also love to hear from you. So there's a place on that page to submit your questions, comments, and requests so I can serve you better. And if I answer your question on the
0: show, we'll send you a free gift. So anyway, um, this this career went on to... uh, where i was i designed uh, uh cameras for the space shuttle for port of la for all sorts of things uh, These government contracts that i that i did uh and there was it was really cool i actually did the cameras that, that guard the airspace over the white house design and i was working with mit on it and it was it was kind of a funny little uh not a joke but um Everybody would say, "Well, who are you going to get to do this?" And then, and then the camera manufacturers say, "Well, we know this guy. There's this guy out there to do that." And um, I, uh, I actually uh, put a camera on the space shuttle. Uh, Contracted through a company you might have heard of, heard of called Kodak. Uh, so uh, you know, that, that's the kind of thing that this Kodak hired this guy to recognize a camera for a space shuttle experiment. so yeah it was I look back on it and it was a very exciting career but in 2008 all that the government contracts started getting pushed out to the to the right because of funding and um, and so my three biggest uh, customers, the US government, the Spanish government and the Colombian government uh, stopped calling. So um it was kind of a funny story is that uh I was there was no more work I still had enough work f- for myself but I, my company had I was no more it was just me again because of uh, a a few uh, issues but um so she says well let's let's take a break and if we're not going to work Uh, we can, uh, not going to work anywhere. We might as well not work in Florida.
2: (laughs) Well, that's what we, that was kind of the joke before we left California. If we're not going to work, it's cheaper to not work in Florida than it is to not work in California. (laughs) And neither one of us, both of our businesses had dried up at that point after the financial crash. But, um, and, and then, um, the, the funny story about, uh, one of his, his projects that he worked on, he did a lot of prototypes um, so he would be the guy that could be nimble and, and put things together quickly. And then uh, you work, did a little project for this company called Boeing. Mm. And uh, it was funny. He would oftentimes do the prototypes, right? And it would be 18... Uh, months, two years down mm-hmm. the road before they might call back, and maybe they'll be fo- follow-on orders or maybe sure. not. But the prototype that he had developed for that particular project hadn't heard anything in about that amount yeah. of time, right? Yeah, and, and,
0: and, that, and uh, the, contract, the prime contract, uh, Boeing was a prime, and then uh, one of the subs was another company that I was pretty heavily uh, involved with. And, like, hey, have you heard anything more about this project? No I heard anything more about this project? No, I nobody don't, had any answers. Nobody right? answers. and And you want me to tell? go ahead. okay. And so we heard about it on sixty minutes. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, this Sunday on sixty minutes, they're going to talk about the this initiative and the Boeing
2: like, project that's oh, over budget and oh, hasn't delivered and and all that, and the, the project ended up getting shut down, um, really but, due to mismanagement. Yeah, um, because they they just had spent all this money developing this. So it was the southern border initiative. Yeah, project, of, and uh, we we heard about it on the news. So that was yeah. kind of the the nail in the coffin. Yeah, for that. so I uh, saw that was, that, <laughs> that was right before we left, as I recall. Yeah. Was, was close
0: to so it. what was kind of funny is that sometimes life throws you balls and uh, she, she have to deal with them. But uh, so anyway, we 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 sailed around. Uh, we were how many six months at sea? Yeah. Like, like six months at sea, my wife and I on a fifty-foot sailboat. And the time we got to uh, Florida, we made arrangements for a liverboard marina, and we pulled into the slip. And I says, "Wow, I gotta go do something." I, I, I'm not not that I love my wife, but I, but six months, twenty four seven. I think
2: I'm gonna go get a job at Home Depot. Yeah, something. Says.
0: I'm gonna just go get something. And so uh, it was kind of funny story. The next, uh, I just pulled up a dock and was there for maybe a, a couple hours. A day, a, a day. <laughs> and uh, then the guy that lived next door in a houseboat came home from work with his hard hat on, and I introduced myself. And I, and I says, uh, Donnie, what do you do? He says, I I, there, I work at the ship. I'm an electrician at the shipyard. There's a shipyard in town? I didn't know this. Are they hiring? Ha, ha, ha. And he says, yeah, they're looking for electrical engineers. <laughs> and I says, that's what I am. And he, he says, okay, cool. Well, um, my brother-in-law is the uh, superintendent of the electrical department of the shipyard. And so, can he, he'll come over tomorrow and uh, over beers in the cockpit of the boat. He'll interview you. And then I had to get other interviews and other interviews. But anyway, I got a job designing ships. I had never, uh, I never, I, you know, had my, my experience with, uh, with uh, the line work, which was a lot of ships is a, a lot of high voltages and stuff. But isn't it? And you were just, a
2: sailor. And I was a
0: sailor. <laughs> and, I, and I was on ships. and. St- but anyway, it was just, and they said, uh, okay, well, you're going to start over here. Um, there, here's your hard hat. And uh, you don't know enough about uh, shipboard power systems. So here's your hard hat. And, and there's your crew of eight guys. And you're going to start designing tugboats over there's 90 foot tugboats. And kind of like go get a big fella,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very little training, but it turned out to be another career, yeah, that allowed career. you to do some really amazing things yeah and, and, and
0: i yeah I designed uh uh three different uh they uh, ships in the course of two and a half years I uh, did all the electrical design, and then they would uh uh they would build uh ongoing ones after that we we, we would design the first one and get it approved by the Coast guard and a barrack. American Bureau of Shipping and stuff like that, and then the tr- sea trials, and then we build future ones. And so, when m- my wife and another company was making more money than I was, and wanted to move to a warmer climate, uh, farther south, I I retired, and they were pretty upset about me retiring. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, to, to to completely change course. Well, I'd not completely change course, but to have the confidence once you've done it a couple of times it, it it becomes easier to do that and so when we decided to uh, leave uh, florida and and build a business down in mexico and so once you've done it a couple of times you you kind of say yeah i can do this what's the worst that could happen what's the worst thing well yeah. It's nothing. Maybe like you go that. back to your old life, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and, and you, you yeah. backtrack a little bit. It's,
2: or not. Or maybe you do something completely yeah. different. And um, so, or something the same, like being a auto mechanic. I mean, there's lots of options. And it we just,
0: we're looking at, at at maybe some doing something different coming up here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean
2: for sure, we've got lots of, of different options, and so kind of going back to the theme from from last month, which yeah. was the freedom from fear. Yeah, let go of the fear, trust um, that you're going to be protected. We talked about that as well, and move forward and and don't wait until you're on your be- deathbed, right? And think what if?
0: Yeah, what if? And the other thing that I can that I want to just add real uh, kind of uh, quickly is that. To be able to do all these different things, you really need your health, oh. and I've been very blessed about having good health, where I could work on ships and 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 do this in the hot weather, the cold weather, all that stuff. I guess I was blessed with good health, and so well,
2: it didn't happen by accident. No, it's, we're very proactive. Yeah, about but our but we take care of our health because
0: you, if you don't have good health, it limits your, your options. options, yeah. So
2: good. I'm glad you added that. That's yeah, so because that
0: is important. I, I just, I just had a little health challenge just uh, very recently, and that's a, And we'll go talk about that another. But that was the first time in seventy-one years that I had to spend a night in the hospital. <laughs> but so, so I, and really, knock on wood, that I was very uh, blessed to have good health all, all these years and stuff. So yeah. But do any anything?
2: Nope. I think that's great.
0: Okay. Bye
1: for now. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Life in Paradise podcast. Did you love this episode? If so, we'd love for you to follow, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We invite you to tune in every week for more inspired insights and wisdom to create your somebody pinch me reality. And until next time, dream big and act on it daily.